0: Welcome to the Kids Who Code podcast. Kids Who Code is a Bangalore-based NGO that helps kids like me learn how to code. We also get to interact with many incredible people from different companies who are changing the world through technology. During the COVID pandemic, we did not have to access to computers. However, using smartphones, we continued to learn about technology and develop new skills. We are really excited to share our learnings, interests and stories with all of you. Please join us each week for a variety of topics. Hi, this is Kehkasha. I am an 8th grader studying in Bangalore, India. In my past two recordings, I have talked about teachers and what an important role they play in helping students learn. Teachers not only teaches syllabus but also teach us many moral values and also teach us how to live with our friends, classmates, parents and society. Like parents, teachers too play an important role in a student's life. In today's recording, I am delighted to introduce to my one of the favorite teacher, Purnamam. I chose her because I like the way she speak with people around her and according to me, I think she is one of the super teacher that I am lucky to have her. She is not only a teacher but is also a friend to all the students of code. Important thing that she insists all the students to use the magic words like please, sorry and thank you. During the COVID pandemic, Poorna Ma'am has worked with us to teach us more than the curriculum. Poorna ma'am is an educator who taught students in US, Japan and India. She is the co-founder of Kids Who Code and has worked with students of my school to teach us about technology and coding. Thank you Poorna ma'am for agreeing for this conversation. Thank you Kekasha, for inviting
1: me. I am so looking forward to this
0: conversation. I welcome you ma'am. Thanks. Shall we start ma'am? Please. Ma'am, you have taught in three countries, how different was it teaching children from different culture?
1: That's a great question, Kekasha. And you're right, you know, culture does influence education in different countries. I have found that in the U.S., one very interesting thing is the diversity. People come from different parts of the world to live and work in the U.S. So in one of my classrooms, I had regular children. And I, in that same classroom, I had five students from different countries who did not speak English. So diversity is a huge issue in the U.S. and it's also an opportunity. And one of the best ways to integrate these children into the society is through school. The second interesting thing about the US, which is very important and I loved it, was they are very inclusive. Public schools are very, very inclusive. They welcome children who are differently abled, whether physical or mentally differently abled, into a public classroom. It builds empathy and a sense of togetherness, which is very important. And they also, today especially, they are. Very, they emphasize very, very strongly the need for um, collaborative learning, project based mm. learning. So it's a lot of fun. So grading is done individually, unlike Japan. In Japan, early on, there is a huge emphasis on moral values and group work. And you can see that reflected even in a big city like Tokyo. So it's extremely interesting. And a public school will not have any janitor. The children get into groups and they take turns to clean the schools, to de-weed the gardens. And that is why, as a city and as a country, the people take care of it. Because they learn it right in the early ages of school. But the challenge in Japan is in high school, you cannot just go to any school. You have to take an entrance exam and it is extremely difficult. So children get very stressed and a lot of pressure to clear those exams and get into a good public school. So, culture definitely influences the way children are taught in a different country. And I've been very fortunate and lucky to have taught in three different countries. And that has helped shape the way I teach kids as well. Yes, Thank ma'am. you for that great question.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Second question for you, ma'am. Uh-huh. What is the difference between teacher teaching in schools and teacher teaching in virtual classes using technology ma'am? Which one is better ma'am and why do you think so is better ma'am?
1: That's a good question, particularly during the COVID pandemic. So um, I think first of all, we were very fortunate that technology um, has developed significant enough that we could use technology to continue learning during the COVID pandemic. So we're very fortunate we have that opportunity. I think that for the younger grades, in-school learning is definitely better because children at an early age need that social interaction. It's extremely important for them. And you definitely don't get that in a virtual setting. For the older grades, maybe sixth and above, I think a blended classroom would be fantastic where they get to benefit both from the virtual setting as well as from an in-class setting. Because in an in-class, they can still continue with their lab work, their music, art, uh, PE. These are things that are extremely important. So, in my opinion, a blended classroom would be great for the older grades and an in-classroom setting for the younger grades. But that being said, I think social distancing, wearing a mask, etc. will continue for some time. Um, so, Kekasha, can I turn that question over to you as well, given the fact that you have done both in-class as well as virtual? Which one do you find better and why?
0: Ma'am, I think uh, students' learning in schools is very better, ma'am. Because w- whatever teachers teach in online classes, like using their laptops, etc., ma'am, just uh, we can hear them, or and we also we can see them, ma'am. But in schools, we we will be in eye contact of teachers. We can bit feel that, ma'am, whenever a teacher is teaching, we can feel that, ma'am, and also we can learn very betterly. And I think for almost the students, uh, school teaching is very better, ma'am.
1: Right, the social experience really matters, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, but I'm very. I can say that I'm, we are all very lucky that we had this option to continue learning during the COVID when schools were closed. Yeah. Right? ma'am. So I think all the kids who called classes were conducted online and I feel very lucky that I still was able to meet all of you online and continue working with all of you. Right? Yes, we are very lucky that we have this option. Yes ma'am. Thank you for sharing your thoughts.
0: Welcome ma'am. Third question for you ma'am. Uh-huh. For a student to do well in school and also in his life what are the some qualities he need to develop ma'am?
1: You know people talk about a lot of very important qualities, but as a teacher, for me, what I would love to have my students inculcate are two very important values. One is curiosity, and the second is perseverance. When a child is curious, they dig deeper to learn. And in that process, they learn so much more than just that one question that they had in mind. And they experience the joy of discovery. This will help them to learn and do well, not just in school, but in life. The second quality of perseverance will help them keep on at it, irrespective of all the challenges and obstacles that come their way. Right? It will help it's them develop mine. problem-solving skills. And then students will build take responsibility for their own learning. That's the reason why I feel that curiosity and perseverance are probably two important qualities that children should develop. And I think it goes through life, not just for students. Even adults need to develop that quality. Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Next question, Uh ma'am. Ma'am, as a teacher of kids' code, you have taught us coding, ma'am. It's Uh not easy. Your thoughts on this, (laughs) ma'am?
1: Yes, I, uh, this question has come my way quite often. Um, I think that coding, first of all, is becoming a very important skill today, especially because everyone's using technology a lot more. Now, it's important that children not just learn how to use technology, but also understand how it's created. Why is it so useful? And one of the best ways to get children excited about um understanding technology is to actually code it by games and that is why at Kids 2 code we start by teaching simple games that you can code and use tools like Scratch where syntax etc is already taken care of. The other interesting thing with Scratch is it's a lot of color and a lot of fun and you can see the results instantly which gives children a sense of gratification. Oh I wrote something and I can see the result right away. Right. So yes, I think uh, the two skills that children will develop through coding is problem-solving and creativity. Because you need creativity to even come up with a game. What are the rules? How am I going to give points? And so on and so forth. So creativity, problem-solving automatically get developed as a byproduct of coding. And in order to code, you need to persevere, right? You can't give up. Yes, ma'am. Right.
0: Next question, ma'am. Uh-huh. your most unforgettable experience during the journey of code, ma'am?
1: Oh, that's a great question. But unfortunately, I have so many. I don't have just one. You know, every time we conduct the code program and we uh, close it or end the program with a presentation or a graduation where the students present to an audience of parents, teachers and guests from industry, they always surprise us by just shining. Absolutely, they just shine. They are not scared. They are not nervous. I know we practice a lot, but they never cease to surprise us. And I think they also get a huge sense of self-confidence in that journey. It's so nice. for us at k Code, every time we do a graduation, it's like, woo we did it. These kids are amazing right it's so nice. what
0: has been your most unforgettable experience as a student of True code ma'am my more, uh, most unforgettable experience was like uh, at the end of the day of graduation like all the students were really stressed that they were like no we haven't practiced we need to practice <laughs> but at the final day really my friends uh, i think they just made me really very happy ma'am They Uh told, they presented very uh, nicely, ma'am. I like that way, ma'am.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, did it build your confidence?
0: Yeah, ma'am. Even my friends encourage me, ma'am. Like, do Uh this, do that.
1: Great. Great. So, would you recommend kids who code to your other friends? And (laughs) would you continue to learn coding?
0: Yeah, ma'am. I will, ma'am.
1: Great. Fantastic.
0: The next question for you is, ma'am,
1: mm-hmm.
0: why does a teacher need patience and self-respect to teach her students, ma'am?
1: Um, I think patience is a very important virtue that everyone needs to develop, not just teacher. Teachers definitely need an extra dose of patience because they have to deal with a lot of kids in a classroom who might ask the same questions again and again, but they also have to deal with a lot of parents who might have the same questions for them. So, patience is something that every teacher absolutely must have.
0: Yes, ma'am. And
1: self-discipline is extremely important because without self-discipline, you will not be able to be patient. Right, through self-discipline, yes, uh, a teacher can continue learning, make sure that they uh, plan for the lesson, they execute it, they properly evaluate and continue the journey of learning. Only when a teacher demonstrates self-discipline can they teach the children how to be self-disciplined. Right, Because a teacher has to model patience and self-discipline before teaching those values to the kids. Extremely important. Therefore, it is a great question. Thank
0: you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, as a teacher, what message could you like to give for all the students to follow up, ma'am?
1: Ah, I think all children. I would request them to be curious, to experiment, persevere, and follow your dreams. Enjoy the journey of being a lifelong learner, because today there is so much that keeps changing that we all have. Learning. Doesn't matter what your age. So have fun along the way and never ever feel shy to ask for help. It doesn't matter what age you are, we all need help. Right? So yes, ma'am. Life is a continuous schooling. So just have fun along that journey. Don't be so nervous. Yes ma'am. Yeah. So as a student, what message would you give your friends?
0: Ma'am, I think uh, all the students, like as you said, we need to be very curious and we haven't, uh, we should not feel shy to ask for help, ma'am. The, this will help us follow up the whole life, ma'am, because if we just uh, be in doubt, we'll be f- very stressed, like we'll be in always in doubt, we won't get uh, problem solved, ma'am.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well said. Well said, Kekasha.
0: So, we need to always let it be anywhere, anytime. We have any doubt, just ask the doubt and clear ourselves, ma'am. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Good job.
0: Thank you, Uh ma'am. This was a wonderful conversation, ma'am. Thank you so much for making time to talk with me and answer my questions, ma'am.
1: Thank you so much, Kekasha, for welcoming me into this conversation.
0: Thank you ma'am. I once again thank you for teaching me and inspiring me the thoughtful the time of the Kids who code, ma'am. Uh-huh. Thank you. I thank all the listeners for joining me today. Hope you enjoyed this session. Please don't forget to tune me in next round for another round of learning and fun from Kekasha at the Kids Code podcast. <music>